One thing that I know as we live in this world, the key in this action of being an initiate and being spiritually focused and holding our attention on God is a wonderful action to do. But there's also this outer world that is a world of chaos. It's just an ever greater chaos and turmoil and distraction. And the key as an initiate is to allow it to continue in the outer. Know that we're not here to change the world. We're not here to make it become something other than what it is. What we are here to do is to honor the world as it is and to learn from it and to grow as disciples and to complete our lessons, our karmas that the world offers us the opportunity to do. But our focus as disciples is to keep our attention on God and on loving and on soul and not get caught up in the chaos, the turmoil of the world. It's easy to do if we're not careful because this world is ever throwing fear at us, disturbances, obstacles that if we allow ourselves to focus upon, we can get distracted and caught up and really move back out into more of an outward focus and move more into separation from that divine presence that resides within us. So as we watch this world, and there's a lot going on right now, if you haven't noticed, you might want to turn the TV on and get a paper just to see, and pay attention not to get caught up in it. Do what you can do to take care of yourself in the world if there's things you need to do because of what's taking place. But don't make it your main focus. The world is ever calling us out, out into an outer focus outside of ourselves. It has since the moment we were born. The moment we were born, we were aware of this new environment, this new creation, and our focus was ever focusing into that to find out more about it and to find the people that were going to take care of us and to find the means by which to be handled well. And we've been focusing outside of ourselves ever since. With that first breath and moving into this body, we begin to focus outside. But once we begin the inner journey, it's important to ever remember to ourselves, remind ourselves that the inner is more important than the outer. To wake up inside, to know the inside, to know the truth of God and loving and who we are as soul and divine, that is everything. And if we can find that place of neutrality where the divinity resides within us, and begin to live more in that experiential movement rather than be caught up in the world, we can begin to be of great service to this world as we are great, doing great service to ourselves. In truth, we are loving. We are the living, loving essence of the Lord. And that living, loving essence is neutral. It isn't a part of this creation it is fully of spirit 
and it dwells in spirit ever. It never has left spirit, and that is for us to remember. We are spiritual beings residing right now, even though we have these physical bodies. We, the soul, is residing right now in the realms of spirit. And we want to come awake to that and to live into that more and more each day so that we don't get caught up in this chaos, in this turmoil, and that we don't allow these things of the world to distract us and pull us back out and hold our attentions in an outward focus. It's easy to do. Oh, boy, it's so easy. Because, remember, the body, the emotions, the mind, all these vehicles that the soul is inhabiting right now while we have these bodies are a part of this physical creation. And their attention is what? It's upon its creation. And so it's ever focused out into the world. And for these body consciousnesses, the world is the answer. The world is the solution. The world is home. Not soul, not spirit. But we are soul living in this creation through these bodies to have experience here. And sometimes we can lose sight of that and begin to think we are these bodies and we are this creation. And that the answer is here. But I think most of us have had enough experience now to know that that isn't necessarily true. And if we've been doing the meditation, if we've been going inside, then we have begun to come awake. We know the difference between the outer and the inner. We know the difference between the chaos of the world and the peace and the quiet and the centeredness of spirit. And in the two, we begin to find a sense of who we are. We see it, we hear it, we feel it, we know it. That the truth of who we are is not in this world. The truth of who we are is in spirit. We are loving. We are joyful. We are creative. We are enthusiastic. We are peaceful in our nature. That is who we are. And if we can begin to glimpse into that and move into that and live into that while we're in our meditation and then bring that from our meditation and into the body and into the outer consciousness and into the outer world as we live it, we begin to live and manifest the greater truth of who we are and we anchor in ourselves that truth of soul consciousness. And that's what this action is all about, is waking up into the soul that we are and living that more fully every day. Not putting the mind first or the emotions or the body or what others in the world are saying or doing, but rather putting our loving first, our divinity first, that divine spark that we are first. And living in that, living from that, and moving with that into this outer creation. If you want to be of service, that's a great service. That's the greatest service you can do, is to come awake into the divine that you are. And that's what meditation is. It is a service. 
It is a service to you, the soul, giving the soul an opportunity now to become free, to become liberated from the entrapment from this prison that this body consciousness has created for us. But it's also a great service to the world because if you can bring just a spark of the divine light into action in this world and bring forward that loving that is residing in that divine spark and begin to share it with others in this world, you are bringing a greater service called peace and joy and loving and acceptance to others as it has become aware inside of yourself. And that's the greatest service. You can feed people. You can drive them to and from doctor's offices. You can be of all kinds of physical service in this world. And that's wonderful. That's a wonderful action to perform. But the greatest service you can do is to come awake to the divine, to the Lord inside of you. And then live the Lord into all that you do as best you can. And it's not going to be 100% wonderfully perfect, but it is truly 100% wonderful to know that in everything you're doing, God is with you, that that divine light is radiating in you and through you into this darkness. This is the valley of shadows. And God says, fear no evil. For the Lord is with you. To sit down and meditate and wake up into that divine light and truly know this is the light of God that dwells within me. Then you know that God is with you. And then you can come back down to this valley of shadows and walk through it fearing nothing because you know the truth. You know, one, that this is an illusion. This is not real. This is just a reflection. This valley of shadows. Two, you know that there is no such thing as fear. That fear is created by that sense of separation. That sense of separation from God. Once you know you are not separate from God, that you and God are always one, always have been, and always will be, the fear begins to dissipate because the separation no longer is there in you. It may rise up a moment or two. You might go back into old patterns, old belief systems for a moment and feel the separation. But you also have a new reference point called, oh, wait a minute, I know better than that. I've experienced something more than that. I don't have to live this old way. I don't have to live the way the world is projecting to me. I can live the truth that I know now. And that's why we meditate to come awake, to come aware of just that. That is a thing that we all are longing for. It's amazing if you go out into the world and talk to people. Everybody is searching for something. Everybody is longing for something. Everybody is wanting and needing and crying out for something. It's because they inside themselves as soul, the soul in them is longing to be released from this world and from these bodies and to be able to fly home into the realms of spirit, its true home, and know itself once again and to live in its fullness. 
We've all been there. We've all longed and cried out for the perfect mate, for the perfect job, for the perfect body, for the perfect everything, thinking that somehow we were going to find it here in this creation. But eventually we do get tired and realize that this isn't it. This isn't perfect. The answers aren't here. The solution isn't here. The perfection isn't here. Where is it? And then we get drawn inside. We each get drawn inside in a different way, but we eventually get drawn inside and begin to wake up to that greater truth of our divine nature. Once we find out it's not in the physical nature, we begin to find it in a different place. So allow yourself to look at this world right now in the chaos it's in. And realize that's the way of this world. That has been the way of the world since this creation came into being. The only way it can exist is by having the chaos, by having this constant turmoil that keeps the world in flow, in motion, in action, in the actions of polarity, of going back and forth from the positive to the negative, back to the positive, back to the negative. This creation only exists as long as that movement back and forth of that pendulum going back and forth stays in motion. It's for us to find a way to let go of that swing of the motion of the negative and the positive and allow ourselves to go into the quiet, into the stillness, into that peace and know the greater truth. Isn't the phrase, be still and know that I am, just that? Be still. If you really want to know the truth, be still. Be still, mind. Be still, emotions. Be still, imagination. Be still, body. Be still. And the greatest way to do that is through this action of meditation and holding our sacred name as our primary focus and letting that which is in that sacred name, that true frequency of the neutrality, of the loving, begin to wake up inside of us and we wake up into it. And there, then, we can live a different life. And we can be in the world again but not of it. And that's a key as well. Jesus said, be in the world, but not of the world. We are of the world as long as we are caught up in the chaos and we are participating in it. And we might even be creating it, both inwardly and outwardly in our lives. I remember when I was a teenager and I had a teacher who was talking with me and he said to me one time, he said, have you ever found out, have you ever seen in your life that you go around and you set all these little time bombs in place with people and situations and then you go back a few days later, a few weeks later and just sit there and wait for the bomb to go off knowing that you've done it and now you've got to face the bomb. He said, Wouldn't it be great if we could just go through our lives and not set those time bombs in place? 
Well, that got me thinking, and that got me to pay attention where I was doing that in my conversations, in my reactions, in my unwillingness to participate in my life, or my devotion that everybody else has to believe my way, and I'm going to get them to do it. And I began to realize that what he was talking about is just this, how we get caught up in the chaos. And we, in a sense, create these little time bombs to just blow up in our face. Our reaction begets new reaction. And so I have gone on a mission inside myself since that time of paying attention and doing what I can not to go forward and create reaction and not to respond in reaction within myself if something comes at me, but rather bring it in and see if I can transform it into neutrality, into quiet, into something where I can spiritualize it and understand it and then hold it inside myself if that's what I need to do or give it back out in a loving response, a loving action rather than a reaction. Then it's easier to walk through this valley of shadows and not get caught up in it and not to fear those shadows that are there. What is a shadow? It's a reflection. It's an illusion. It's not real. Have you ever been able to touch it, to feel it? No, because it isn't there. But yet, aren't we as children always so afraid of the shadow in the night as we lay in bed and this dark thing over in the corner just totally scares us? And yet, there's another part of us that knows there's nothing there. It's just a shadow. It's nothing. But then there's something else inside of us that goes, oh, yeah, but watch, it's going to move. And it's going to come after us. And we just go into a panic. Is that still going on in your life today? Maybe you're not a child laying in bed and watching the shadows in fear and waiting for them to move so you can scream for your parents to come and get you and save you. But aren't we doing that all the time? We hear something goes off on the other side of the world and we immediately go into a panic. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to die. I've got to do something. That's just responding to the shadows of this world. All of this that's going on, everything, whether it be today, tomorrow, or the next, or in the past, these are just shadows moving against shadows. And sometimes the shadows get darker because of all the overlay of shadows on one upon the other. And sometimes they get a little bit lighter. Right now, we're sort of in an overlay of a lot of different shadows all at once. And so things look pretty bleak and dark and gloomy. But if we can look at it and go, what? This is just a part of the realm of shadows. I don't have to believe it. I don't have to be limited by it. And I don't have to be caught up in it. Then you can free yourself of it and begin to move in this world, but not be of it. To be of it, is to truly be caught up in it, to be fearful, to be reactive, to be defensive, 
to be in it but not of it is to be still, to be neutral, to be loving, and to go through this world in that way. And yeah, you've got a physical body you have to contend with. So your body is going to go into reaction. And you're going to see it, and you're going to hear it, and you're going to feel it, and you can go, okay, that's my body. And then we can go inside of ourselves and the true nature of ourselves and bring it to quiet through meditation and then bringing that which is in meditation into the body consciousness to begin to resolve that which has created the chaos in that moment. We are in charge. But the question is, who is that we that is in charge in this moment? Is it your mind? Is it your emotions? Is it the body? Is it the outer world affecting all that? Is that what's in charge? Or are you in charge? The soul. That's where I want to live my life, is to ever give the soul opportunity to be the one in charge, to be the one in direction. The key to the action of this spiritual pathway is for the soul to have dominion over the body consciousness, to have dominion over it, rather than how we have been living our lives and how the world lives, where the world has dominion over the soul. If you look around, that's what we see. The mind is running the soul. The emotions, the body consciousness is running the soul. It's got the soul entrapped in the fear of this realm. And as long as we allow ourselves to stay caught up in the fear, caught up in the chaos, caught up in the turmoil, the world is in charge of our soul. But if we can begin to free ourselves of that by going inside and giving power and authority to the soul to lift and free itself of the mind and of this creation and rise above it, then the soul, while in this body, has dominion over everything. It is in charge. And the mind can call on you and go, wait, 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 what about me? You've got to pay attention. And you go, I'm hearing you, I understand, I know. But I am in charge, and we're going to focus on God and loving first. And we're going to move in loving with all that we do, and not in reaction right now and in fear. And it's a wonderful process when you begin to be conscious of that play inside of ourselves. And right now, with all that's going on in the world, this is a great time to put it into action. And if you're not, begin doing so. If you're meditating, if you're holding your name of, the, of God in, in primary focus, then you already are beginning to lift above the mind and this creation. Now it's time for you to wake up and to know that and then to live that as fully as you can. It's a challenge, but it's also an opportunity. It's an opportunity to finally know the truth of who you are and to live that truth fully. And it doesn't mean that the world around you is then going to be still and quiet and peaceful 
You say they walk right into the chaos every day at work, at home, wherever. But you'll walk into it, but not be a part of it. Be in the world. So you go to work. You go home. You go to play. You go to do whatever in the world, but you don't get caught up in it. No longer are you going to play the game of let's play rumors on everybody. Let's stab the other person in the back so that I can get a promotion or whatever that might go on in your life around you. You will just move into it, observe it, and realize this is something I don't need to participate. There's no lesson for me here. This isn't my destiny or my karma. And so I can just observe it, bless it, and allow them the freedom of their lesson as I move free of it. Be in the world, but not of it. It's challenging at first because the old ways are old ways. They're strong. They're in every fiber of our being at the physical level. And when you begin to abandon them to do something different, all that which is inside your physical consciousness is going to yell at you, you stupid, what are you doing? Don't do this. You're going to fall apart here. You're not going to be able to manage this world. It's going to tell you everything you need to hear to abandon the new way and to get caught back up in the old. I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about. This body consciousness will just scream at you. And it's for you to say, be still. I know what I'm doing. Be quiet. I am now in charge. I, that which is the loving inside, are now, I'm in charge over you. You are now going to follow me. And we'll get through this valley of shadows together. So pay attention. When you turn on the news, when you read a paper, when you hear people starting to talk about what's going on in the world today or tomorrow or 20 years from now, is it very different? No. I think you could get a news broadcast or a newspaper from 1968, from 1998, and today, and put them side by side, and you would probably see very similar, if not the very same headlines. Do we need to react to them again and again and again? No, the world repeats its patterns. Isn't that what's happened in our lives? The patterns just keep repeating. Oh, here it comes. We're doing this again. I thought I was done with that. Here it comes. <laughs> That's how the world does. It's a cyclical action. It just rides upon itself and feeds itself in these cycles. Don't get caught up in them. Be that still point in the middle of the tornado where the quiet resides or like the eye of a hurricane. In the middle of the hurricane, there is no storm. There is just quiet, stillness. But all around you, 
is the storm. That's how you can be in this world. This world is ever a storm turning. We just don't need to reach out and get caught up in it. We can just continue walking in our stillness and move as it wishes. All right, so my little message for the day.